In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One of the things that you will likely learn about me is that I generally like to be overprepared. For instance, when I'm going on a trip, I pack the little that I know that I will definitely need, and then a whole lot more. Even when I come to the office from my apartment that is about 600 feet away, I pack my little tote bag full of all sorts of things, knowing that I might only need one of them. I do this on a mental level as well. I carry around a mental file cabinet of plans and backup plans and information just in case something might go wrong or go differently than I had planned. Needless to say, I am both a physically and mentally heavy traveler in this world. I do this, I think, because there is a part of me that believes that the extra clothing that I pack and plans X, Y, and Z that are filed away somewhere back here can insulate me from the uncertainties and cruelties of this world. To some extent, I feel as if I can plan and pack away my vulnerabilities, my finitude, my mortalness. But in so doing, I often fear I shut out my ability to see and recognize the ways in which God is breaking into my life. The truth is, though, as much as I don't like to admit it, our readings this morning remind me, remind all of us, that we are, in fact, mortal. The word mortal appears in our Ezekiel reading two times, and it appears in our Corinthians reading once. But I think when we look at the, all of the readings together as a whole, they to some extent not only remind us of what it means to be mortal children of God, but they also reveal our call as mortals who live amidst other mortals who are just as flawed and broken and weak as we are. Our gospel reading this morning calls us to a particular way of moving and being in the world. And it does so in such a way that we are not only equipped to hear and witness the word of God, the reign of God, breaking into our midst, but we are also prepared to be and to proclaim that word of God. You see, after Jesus is rejected by the people who knew him his whole life, Jesus sends this flawed, mortal, and broken group of men out into the world to proclaim the good news of God's inbreaking. With nothing but a staff, a pair of sandals, and one tunic, knowing that they will likely face similar rejection and hostility. Now, this would not work for me. They traveled with no change of clothes, no extra shoes, no iPhone chargers or sweaters or books, no contingency plan, except to shake the dust off their only pair of shoes and move on. Just them in all of their humanness, 
with only their humanness. Sent to bear witness to God's presence in their midst. It turns out, though, I think we learn that all we really need to share God's presence is our humanness. Because when we are stripped of the worldly goods which hide our humanness, our need for control, me, maybe our plethora of contingency plans, that might be for me. But when we are stripped of the labels that the world gives us and the pressure that those labels exude on us, when the excess baggage is removed from our lives, all that's left is our mortalness and our identity as beloved children of God. And when we realize this, when we expose our true identities, our true mortalness to ourselves and to God and to one another, maybe, just maybe, we might have a better chance of realizing God's presence in our midst. It is in our weakness, Paul claims, that God's power is made perfect, is made complete. We learn through Ezekiel that though we may be mortal, God will strengthen us because Ezekiel's name in Hebrew literally means God strengthens. Our weakness, our mortalness, therefore is not the end of the story, but a beginning because it serves as a place through which God breaks into the world and God breaks into us. And God breaks into us to equip us to work alongside God. Laying down our baggage and coming to terms with our mortalness is not only important as those who are sent into the world, but it is also important for those to whom the prophets are sent. Because we're both. There are prophets among us, but we must take the time to prepare our hearts and our minds to truly hear them. Now, the word used for hear in Hebrew, hear with your ears, carries with it not only the sense of hearing, but also a sense of obedience. In other words, in some sense, it means that when we truly hear something, we let what we hear penetrate us and change us and reorient our behavior. In order for this to happen, however, we must travel lightly because all of that baggage gets in the way. Baggage such as that internal voice which harps on us to live up to the world's standards or baggage such, such as the boxes in which we confined ourselves or the incessant planning in which we partake. Because the truth is, if we spend too much time planning every single thing about our lives, rather than living and experiencing our lives, we might miss the opportunity to realize and discern the will of God in our midst. If we privilege the voice of those who are in power over those who are marginalized and vulnerable, we might miss the quiet voice of God beckoning us into deeper and fuller relationship. 
And if we listen to the voice of society telling us who the world says we should be, we might miss the voice of God telling us who we really are. The baggage we carry runs the risk of making us forget that we, all of us, are beloved children of God who were created in the image of that God. These readings, therefore, call us to set down the baggage we carry and face our mortalness because it is there that we encounter God. For me, that means loosening my grip and reliance upon my overpreparedness and my incessant need for planning. It means re-examining the ways in which socially constructed norms and societal labels distort my notion of my true identity as a child of God. It means listening to the voices and experiences of others who are not like me. And it means looking for wholeness and happiness within my own flawed and broken self and in the company of other flawed and broken selves rather than in my Amazon cart. So I encourage you to reflect on your own list of ways in which you can set down a bit of the baggage you carry. Because it is in doing this work that we can clear another path for God to break more easily into our lives. Our readings this morning point to the reality that in order to live into our dual call to be those who are sent into the world and to be those to whom the prophets are sent, we must travel a bit more lightly. And we can only bring ourselves nothing more and nothing less than our whole flawed, broken, vulnerable, and mortal selves and trust that we will not only encounter God in our humanness, but that God will use our humanness and make us strong. <laughs>